good, y'all? Welcome back to a very special episode of More Best Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Chadwick Brown, with... Cabana Buckles. Yes, sir. So as you can see, we got our workout attire on, so we're going to show y'all a couple of different moves, some of our favorite back moves. We're working on some back today. So Mr. Beckles here is going to show you some warm-ups and stuff he does. He's going to be doing some pull-ups and yeah. some bent over rows. Yeah, so kind of starting off my routine, how I get warmed up. I go with a wider grip pull-up just to start to warm up the exterior or the outer part of the lat, just to make sure that when I get into my heavier pulls that we'll do on the cables, that my biceps aren't taking over a little bit. Right, perfect. So again, I'm a taller lifter, so I don't go full lockout on the bottom. I just want to keep that tension on the lat for mm. as much as much time as possible. Okay. So I'll get into my first set. So now you go neutral grip here. Yeah, neutral grip. And then I try to take my thumbs out of it as well, because that also uh, affects how much uh, your bicep plays a role in that pull. Yeah, when you grip it and whatnot. Yeah. So I do anywhere between six and eight, trying to keep it nice and smooth. Nice and controlled. Nice. So I'm not trying to go to failure. Again, I'm just trying to push some blood into the muscle and get warmed up so that for the heavier lifts, my muscles are primed and ready to go so I don't have any injuries or anything happening there. So I'm noticing you're not trying to get your head like fully above the bar. I don't. And again, for me, I've had a little bit of elbow pain when I do get into a lot of reps with pull-ups. Mm -hmm. So I try just to go to the point where I know that pain would start to be triggered a little bit. So yeah. I don't need to go fully all the way up. You can if you have that ability. And I don't go fully locked out on the bottom. That just keeps the tension on the whole keep time. Keep the tension on the whole perfect, time. Perfect. Yeah. Nice, nice. You're going to get a couple yep. of these, bro. Nice. And again, you don't got to kill yourself on the warm-up sets. So we're going to do probably three sets, somewhere between six and eight. Nice, nice, nice. And the timing of your warm-up, you can determine how long you want to rest. I usually take about 40, 45 seconds and then pump out another quick six to eight. And That's then the same thing. Just on your warm-up sets. Like yeah. Sets. Yeah. Already I can feel the blood rushing into the lat. Nice little pump. Good. Nice. And don't be scared on your warm-up sets too if you want to even engage and start to do a little bit of uh, partial reps. Like this? Yeah, exactly. Get a little extra blood yep. in there. Yep. Nice. nice. Yes, sir. Beautiful. And these, these help me as well to, uh, like we discussed before, getting that mind-muscle connection. Because now my lats are starting to full up, fill up right now. Yeah, they're starting okay. to feel good. We're getting ready, getting ready. Yeah. yeah. So last set here. Let's warm up. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. There it is. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I'm feeling already. <laughs> Warm up indeed. Mm. 
Nice. <laughs> Nice. So I can feel my lats engaging a lot more than my biceps right now, which is a good thing because a lot of times when you are pulling, you are utilizing as a secondary muscle your bicep. Yep. So now that the blood's flowing in there, we're going to go to movement number two, which would be a barbell bent over row. Yes, sir. So for the next movement, as described earlier, we're going to do a barbell bent over row. So one of the key points is to make sure that we are actually locking out at the bottom, getting that slight shoulder um, forward rotation before we engage into that pull. And again, me, I like it somewhere around my belly button when I'm pulling and engaging. Yep. And my back's not completely parallel to the floor. I'm a little bit um, up slightly, you'll see as the movement goes. Now, is there a preferred grip you like to do for this? Because I know a different, uh, different I, I like double overhand. Okay. Yeah, I like double overhand. Got it, got it. And I go a little bit wider okay. as a taller lifter. So I set up my position here, arms down, pull and squeeze. Arms go all the way straight. Let's really open up the back at the bottom yeah. there. Beautiful. Boom. Nice, nice clean form. Beautiful. And the big thing is to make sure you grab a weight that you can control, that you're not swaying all the way down and ripping it all the way up. Yeah, yeah. Nice and controlled. Get the lower back. Yeah. Too over engaged, you don't want that. Yeah. Nice. You can see his shoulders, everything's rounding as he goes down to the ground and then pulling and engaging back at the top. Just having that slight shoulder roll really improves your uh, overall back development. Nice. Nice. Take a second here. So now you're saying when you go a little bit wider, you see any problem with having going a little bit closer, have your elbows a little more tighter to the body as you roll? Uh, for, for this motion, so how I kind of target my back days are, I go from wide to narrow. So I'm targeting the outer muscles first. Got it. Because when I feel, when I get into a tight grip, other muscles like my rear delts, my traps, they assist. Yeah. So I want to really target those outer and then come in tight. Isolate. As, as I get tighter. more tired. Got it. Yeah, so my back's not gonna be able to fire as strong as the beginning, so yeah. I'll use a little bit of the other muscle groups to help me fire. Sure, yeah. got it, got it. Momentum is fine if you come from down here and then roll up, that's yeah, fine. Absolutely. But we just want to stay away from that yeah. big pulls and then a lot of excess of momentum. Really keep the core tight too, protect the lower back. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. Boom. Excellent. Now, so when we're getting the grip now, so now if we're going underhand grip, yep. That'd be. Engage a little more biceps. Yeah, a little bit more biceps with the underhand grip. Let's do that. Right. Under that. 
Nice. Good, good, good. Squeeze, squeeze. Nice. And as you notice with Chad set there, his consistency of the timing of the rep stays the same across the whole set. There's no herky-jerky because he has more energy at the start of the set. He's not banging them out, then fatiguing. Everything stays the exact same. The tension stays the exact same, no matter what. Absolutely. Nice. Last set here. Don't be in a rush with your weightlifting. Take your time. Absolutely, patience, patience. It's not a race. Yes, sir. Let's do a perfect tempo here. Nice type, straight form. Roll to the belly button. Go for it, go for it. Yes, sir, come on. Go, boom. Big, right So now this can also be done with dumbbells. With dumbbells, yeah. With the Smith machine. Exactly. So now is there any particular reason why you would rather do barbell over those other ones? Kind of my philosophy is I try to target um, and use as much energy as I can for the bigger lifts at the start of my workout. And then when I fatigue again, I can go down in weight, use the dumbbells and concentrate a little bit more. Fair. So I'm just trying to get as much heavy load right now I could do a heavier load with a barbell. With a barbell, yep. Makes sense. Nice. So look at the speed and the control. Everything's consistent throughout the whole rep range and the set range. Nice. Nice, nice, keep on. Nice. Yes, sir. So that's your standing barbell bent over row. And then we're gonna get into some uh, Chad specialties for the next set. Yes, sir. All right, all right. So then we can get some cable work. This is the seated cable row. There's numerous different ways you can do this. Different handles. You have the V-bar. And the handlebar, all these can work so based on, on preference. I like to use this attachment here with these handles. So now normally, normally people do it, they'll sit up here, put the feet up, and let's be rolling like this. But I find we do like this, you get a lot more bicep going on. Mm. It's almost like a curl. If you look at my biceps, they're kind of almost like doing yep. a curl. So I like to kind of get myself a little bit further away from the from the, uh, the stack. So I'll set my bench a little bit further away. So I'm give myself a little more stretch on my lats. So I grab my handles here. I have the thumbs over the top so I'm not engaging my biceps too much. And it's my starting point like this. So my back's wide open. So now I'm rolling with my back and don't bring my elbows until I get to upright. And use my biceps to get the very last squeeze at the bottom. Nice. And go here, open back up. Roll. Kind of a little, like a rocking motion. Open the back up, close it up. Again, I'm not going all the way back here because it's engaging too much lower back. So I get to upright, 
close my back squeezing. And I usually do three or four sets of this, here from 10 to 12 reps, nice slow control pace. Open back, close it up. And again, I'm trying to roll nice and low towards my belly button. And again, there's no real right or wrong, it's all about preference. Other thing I also find is that wherever my elbow path is going is where on my back I'm mm, hitting. Yeah. So I'm on lower back, I'm trying to roll lower, try to get upper back in traps, I'll roll a little bit higher. higher. Yeah. That's my preference. Smart. doing at the end he's kind of pronating his grip at the bottom but also works it might always helps a little get an extra stretch yep he squeezes back nice and tight here retracting the scaps together he's got a pencil behind there trying to squeeze helps with the contractions so if you notice the grip's super loose but stable where we're not engaging our thumbs like Chad was saying, mm -hmm. because that engages your bicep a little bit too much. Absolutely. So we get a good stretch here. Your hands just acting as anchors yep. just to hold the grips. Nice. And as you guys can probably notice, the, the weight we're using is nothing super crazy. Again, it's all about getting a good connection with it. So if your tempo is good, your form is good, there's no need to be rolling the whole stack. Yeah. At that point, you have a secondary muscles jumping in taking over what we're trying to isolate, which is our back and our lats. Exactly. At the back here, I kind of like flare my chest up. That usually helps with the contraction also. I find a lot of people to kind of go roll like this and kind of like yeah. kind of shrug almost. That's not good. Chest nice, flare it up. Good contraction of the lats. And if you look at the movement, everything's flowing in sequence. His head's raising as his chest is coming up. So we're keeping a nice neutral spine. All the tension stays on the lats. But the whole body's moving in sequence. Sorry. ending his hips are actually behind his shoulders so he's at the back position there that's gonna keep the nice tension and contraction on the back it's not gonna slip off the lats the further you go it's gonna begin to lower your back so you don't want to sit up all the way his hips are behind his shoulders every time he gets to the back nice strict form loose grip like you said the hands are just hooks So let's look at uh, like the D handle or the chinning bar. If your gym doesn't have this attachment, <clears throat> how that looks with a different type of attachment. Absolutely. That's all. So you can go with the V bar. I'm not the biggest fan of the V bar. It can be done, but I feel that it kind of restricts it does. your hand from getting all the way back yeah, here because you're kind of more here. Yeah. I'll do a couple reps with this just so they can see. Same thing we're doing here. Thumbs over the top, we don't want to have this engaged for our biceps. 
press. The only advantage I find with using the V-bar, it helps keep your elbows nice and tight to your body yeah. line, which can easily also help with your contractions on the lats. But again, I can't get as deep. Mm -hmm. Like I can't get all the way back here without it being in a natural position. But it still can be effective if your gym doesn't have the other attachments. And like we said, when we, when we kind of opened up this segment, he's controlling the weight the full time. He's not wrestling the weight. That's what you don't want to do is wrestle it to try to create more momentum to move a certain amount of weight. You want to have that mind-muscle connection the whole time to keep all of that tension on the muscle group that we're training. And that is there, because my lats are screaming right now. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Like we said, it's not about moving heavy weight. To find a good way that you can control. And with the V-bar, uh, Chad did a little bit myself. I tried to because I have bigger hands and it's a longer motion for me. I like to try to choke up on the bar as high as possible. Yep. So it's actually slanted towards me. Yep. And you'll see what I mean. Because that allows me to get a better stretch here rather than if I was here. So I have my hands all the way at the top. Thumbs are loose. I stretch all the way forward. So right here, my lats are completely stretched out. Yep, and I'm coming back up and I'm squeezing at the back. Stretch all the way out, roll both shoulders forward, and then back and engage. Good tip there, it's a good tip. Boom. It's executing perfect tempo here. Again, he's not fighting the weight to move it at all. Focuses all on his lats. Yep, they lit right up. It's not jumping on rear delts, it's not jumping on biceps. With all back workouts, biceps will be engaged to some degree. It's about minimizing it and keeping the focus on the lats. Nice. Go. Beautiful. Oh boy. Nice hard set. So there it is, that's the seated cable roll. Again, you can use the V-bar. You can even use the lat pull-down bar if you want to get nice and wide. Yeah. Or if it's higher for more rear delts, there's different variations you can do. Very versatile move, but it's one of my staples for, for back. Nice. And then we're gonna get to our next one. We're gonna do a lat pull-down. Nice, lat pull-down. All right. All right, next move we're getting into is the cable lat pull-down. Now, once again, there's definitely so many different ways you can do this. Different grips, different width positions, up and down where you try to hit on your lats. Mm -hmm. I normally I usually just go with the regular. So I'll stand here, put my arms up, I kind of move up a few inches, and then down. So at this point, this is where I'm gonna be the whole time. And just like with all back things, we want to minimize bicep engagement, so I'm gonna have my thumbs off. Mm -hmm. You just gotta put them there to kind of keep them nice and snug. Get down in my seated position here. So I keep my legs nice and tight to the leg, the side pads here. Slight lean back, we check the shoulders, and pulling down my chest. And see, now again, a lot of things I see people do, they'll be doing this here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what they're really working when they do that. But again, rolling down. And I like to try to keep my elbows in front of me as much as possible and not flare it out. This creates so much more of a contraction on your back. Yeah. Oh, I can feel it already. Keep the elbows in front. Squeeze down. Nice, good contraction. Pulling it down, I'm also envisioning I'm trying to like flare my chest up into the bar. It's great, even more tension. 
might be hard to see from the video, but you can see that from his shoulder all the way down to his wrist, everything's relaxed. And you can see his scap tracking down and the engagement in the lower lats, especially a little bit in the traps, lower traps. But it's nice and controlled as we keep talking about and emphasizing throughout these videos. You should never be wrestling the weight. You're not doing anything at that point. I'm trying to isolate the muscle. Always took a good weight that you can control. Nice. So again, because I'm a taller lifter, typically I can't utilize the leg pad comfortably enough, so I usually take it out. Mm -hmm. So now, do you find any disadvantages with not having it in there? If I was going ultra heavy, then yes, because it does give you a little bit more stable base. Yep. But because we're not going crazy heavy, and we're, we're more concentrating on the engagement, then this is fine for me. Perfect. Yeah. And for me, I do it a little bit differently. So I'm going to go a little bit wider. I'm a little bit taller than Chad, but I also sit down with tension on the muscle to keep it engaged right, right off the first set. Yep. So I sit down with that tension. It down like you said you want to have your elbows a little bit forward slight lean back and we're pulling down and squeezing and I'm coming up down and squeezing Beautiful. you can see the lats flaring out Absolutely. as I go up mm -hmm. and then the contraction on the bottom there no rocking that's opening up on the yeah. top there I'm not trying to rock or wrestle the weight yep Smooth control. Keep the tension the whole time. Come right down to the upper chest. Head's neutral. Yep. Not swinging back and forward, all that kind of crazy stuff. It's mm -hmm. wasted energy. Absolutely. And at that point, you started getting too much upper traps when you yep. do all the extra head motions. Beautiful. Nice. There you go. Just like with the bent over row, there's different hand places and variations that you can do. Mm -hmm. If you go underhand grip a little tighter, that's gonna engage a little more biceps, you'll also get a little bit more of the lower lats. So do a motion like that, it's a little more narrow. Again, yep. to keep the elbows tighter to the body. Thumbs over top, as usual. So you can see he has a greater stretch at the top because he has a double underhand grip. So as it goes up, the lat's able to stretch all the way forward. But tempo stays the exact same. Constantly building tension within the muscle. And as the tension does build up, your muscles are gonna want you and force you to speed up. That's where you have to be disciplined enough to resist that tension mm -hmm. and keep the same speed and the same tempo throughout the whole lift. That's even more reason to slow down yeah. and speed and rushing through it. So we've been looking at, if you've been counting through our rep range on ours, I don't even know, I haven't been counting at all. We're going more on feel today. Absolutely. So as that tension builds, we'll get a little bit more, a little bit more, just uh, giving that muscle group a little bit more tension. Absolutely. I'm not focused on getting to 12 or 15 reps no matter what, Absolutely. just keeping that tension. And again, there's nothing wrong with that either, but as we mentioned in our previous podcast, definitely go for feelings that better switch up. It helps with the mind-muscle connection. A lot of times when people are just chasing those numbers, the form goes to absolute shit. 
at the end just to try to chase that number. Typically I don't do a double underhand just because I have a bad wrist and it doesn't allow me to get into this position comfortably. Mm -hmm. So I just want you to see what it looks like. Yeah, just to show the versatility of the movement. Yeah. There's different ways you can do it. There's no right or wrong. There's a lot of gray. You find what works for yourself. But regardless, this tempo is perfect. It's executing perfect form. Lats open there. Closing them up there. Going right to the chest. There it is. Good one last set in your reach. This one here, I'm gonna go a little bit wider. But again, as usual, thumbs over top, hands are just hooks. Nice. So as, as even as big as Chad is, he could probably do a lot more weight. But the thing is, once you start to increase that weight, uh, your posture goes, your form starts to go, and you start to use a lot of momentum to move that weight. So he's using a manageable weight where he can control over a long period of time, all three sets. But again, you have to do what's best for yourself, and depending on the type of training that you're doing, that's gonna dictate how much time under tension the muscle is gonna require and how you move the weight. Nice. I know he's feeling it. He's going for it. Excellent. Uh, Go for it, come on. Nice straight form. Go. Beautiful. Nice. Oh. Excellent. Nice. That's what's up. There you have it. Lap pull down. Just a couple examples of what we do on our bag days, respectively. This is a little special Morris podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. A little bit different, change of pace. Again, you can follow us on TikTok, on Instagram. You can email us any suggestions, questions, comments. Subscribe. Yep. Anything else you got, bro? Uh, just reach out if you are a new beginner lifter. You're going to make a lot of mistakes. Just keep researching. Find a good coach to give you that proper knowledge. And just try and experiment as much as possible because everyone grows their muscles in different ways. Yep. Angles, tempos. So... There's a lot of experimentation going on over the years. Absolutely. And you always know there's no right or wrong. You gotta yeah. find what works for you. Everyone's different, everyone's individualized. So again, if you try something that doesn't work for you, try something else and you find something that fits. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's what it is. Morris Podcast, Chadwick Brown, Cabana Beckles. That's what's up. Good job.